You know, we don't encounter ashes much in contemporary society. We live in a culture that sanitizes everything. Anything unsightly, such as ashes, has been removed from view. At one time, ashtrays were seen all over the place. But now they are out of sight. Even among those who smoke, many have switched to e-cigarettes and vaping, which produce no ashes. I expect that you must deal with ashes only if you have a wood-burning stove or a fireplace or a fire pit. But now even that is commonly replaced with gas-burning fireplaces and the colorful stones around the flames on a patio furniture. So rarely in our hygienic lives do we engage with ashes. But one day each year we encounter ashes and we engage them up close and personal and we dawn ashes on our face. They visibly mark our foreheads. Of course that day is today. That day is Ash Wednesday. The symbol of repentance is ashes. Christians have imposed ashes on themselves for centuries. It's been a gesture of humility and penitence. We even read about this in numerous places in scripture. For example, Job repented in dust and ashes. Daniel pleaded with God in prayer and fasting and sackcloth and ashes. We are told in the book of Esther that the entire Jewish people, and she says in chapter 4, fasted and wore ashes in their time of lament. The prophets Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel summoned their hearers to repent with sackcloth, sackcloth and ashes. Jeremiah calls out in chapter 6, O oh my people, put on sackcloth and roll in ashes. Jesus Christ himself refers to repentance with sackcloth and ashes. Sackcloth and ashes. It's a hard word to say. All these biblical references associate the sign of ashes with repentance. So also on Ash Wednesday, solemn penitential day, ashes remind us of the need to repent. Not a whole lot of churches focus on ashes or repentance. It's much more glorious to focus on the resurrection. But we need to know who we are. We need to remember that from dust we came and to dust we will return. Why are ashes a symbol of repentance? Well, first, to get down into the dust and the ashes means that you humble yourself to go low in stance of humility with God. In repentance, we humble ourselves before God. Secondly, ashes are filthy. They're dirty. So they remind us of our filth and our sin. Repentance acknowledges that sin that clings to us like dirt that we can't get off. Thirdly, ashes are associated with death, which is the penalty for sin. After humanity's first sin, God condemned sinners to death by saying you are dust 
and to dust you will return in Genesis 3. The words ashes to ashes, dust to dust, are spoken at most funerals. So when we repent, we confess that we deserve death and we deserve punishment for our transgressions. The reason for repentance is our sin. It's just not sin that we commit, but sin in who we are, handed down from Adam and Eve. Most people think the sin is just doing something bad, but sin is inseparable from whom we are. We were born into sin before we even did anything, before we had reasonable thought. Our nature is sinful. It means that we can't escape it. That brings us to our point, why should we repent? The biblical text for today's sermon tells us, Joel chapter 2 reads, Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts, not your garments, not something symbolic, but yourselves. Return to the Lord your God. Two times in this text, the Lord calls us to return. Return to me with all your heart. Return to the Lord. The word translated as return here is frequently translated as repent. It literally means to turn around. It means to head the other direction. Make a 180 degree reversal in the direction that you're going. It's not just saying that you're sorry. It's the intention to not continue on that path. The call to return is that we return to God because our direction has been walking away from God. To repent, God's people are addressed. Not pagans, God's people. He addresses us. He says to his people, return to me. Why should we return? Why should we repent? Because we're sinful and we continue sinning. Our best intentions end up along the side of the road. Our epistle reading makes it clear. John writes, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. A man prayed these words to God. Lord, today I haven't lied. I haven't gossiped. Been, I haven't been unkind, I haven't lost my temper, I haven't had any impure thought or any selfish motive. And then he paused and said, but now it's time for me to get out of bed. In other words, it won't be long before, after rising from sleep, that sinning is going to start, missing the mark is going to start. The mark of sin is constantly on us. We can't escape it. And the penalty for it is death. And it's continually before us. And it's a reminder on our foreheads now. So the first reason that we repent is because we are filthy. The second reason we repent is because God is merciful. Verse 13 of our text says, Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and he is merciful. He's slow to anger 
He's abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. We repent in order to receive God's mercy. This Lenten series revolves around the theme of divine mercy. Lent is a season in which we take a look at ourselves and our lives in view of God's mercy towards us in the sacrifice of his son on the cross. Jesus came to this sin-filled world and took upon himself the filth of our sin. Second Corinthians, Paul writes to the Corinthians in chapter 5, says that God made Christ to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus suffered and died to pay the penalty for our sin. He lay in the dust and the ashes of death for you. All this he did so that you can be forgiven of your sins, so that you may be washed clean of spiritual filth. God promises us. John writes again in the next sentence, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Therefore, the imposition of ashes today is made in the sign of the cross. The pastor places ashes on your forehead with horizontal and vertical strokes forming the image of the cross, which was also the symbol in the Old Testament, the Tau of when God marked his people with a T. You may not remember that's the mark that Cain had on his forehead that no person would touch or kill Cain was marked with the sign of the Tau, the T, the cross. This declares to us that we've been forgiven by Christ, the crucified. It attests and is a sign of God's mercy. We are marked with the sign of the cross to remind us of our baptism when first received God's mercy. We're marked with the cross to witness to our world that God's mercies are new every day as we live in repentant faith. And I see the newscasters, some of them have crosses on their forehead. The immediate thought is, oh, they must be Catholic or they must be Lutheran. But somehow it doesn't cross my mind, they must be repentant. So we repent. We repent today on Ash Wednesday. We repent during the next 40 days, the season of Lent, and we repent every day of our lives. We do so in view of God's mercy as repentance and forgiveness of sin become a permanent mark on us. Remembering that our sin has left a permanent mark on us, but Christ's cross has left a permanent mark on us. It was a pastor in a rural community was preparing for the Ash Wednesday service when he remembered that he had not made ashes for that year. It was the tradition that on Palm Sunday, he would take the, 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 the palm branches and burn them to make the ashes for the following year's Ash Wednesday rite. But he'd forgotten to do this. So he decided to do what he thought would be the next best thing. And out by the brush pile behind the church, 
he pulled the Christmas tree that was still there, it was all dried out, and he cut some of the pine branches off of it, and he burned them into ashes. He collected them. And when Ash Wednesday arrived, this pastor used these ashes to mark the foreheads of all his parishioners. Later that evening, he received a phone call from an irate, angry member. This person complained that she could not wash the mark of the ashes off of her forehead. The mark was indelible. So the pastor tried to rinse the ashes from his own forehead, but the mark was indelible and he couldn't get it off. In fact, the mark of the cross on the foreheads of all those who had received ashes remained for several days after Ash Wednesday. Only over time and after repeated washings did the mark disappear. Well, what had happened? Apparently, the pine branches from the Christmas tree had originally been sprayed with a dye to preserve the color, and the chemical elements of the dye remained in the ashes and so stained the, the skin of the people who received the sign of the cross and the ashes on our forehead. Well, the, the parishioners, they were understandably irritated by the permanent stain on their foreheads, but a lesson could be taken from this. The unintended but important message arising from this happening was that repentance is not only for one day. If we wore crosses all year and looked in the mirror, would that be enough to remind us who we are? Maybe it's that we should get some tattoos. It's a permanent mark on our lives. And the cross, the symbol of God's mercy, is to be always visible in our lives as well. On this Ash Wednesday and during this Lenten season and in every day, may repentance be a permanent mark of our lives. And then we will live a penitential life in view of God's mercy. Amen.